call us like i don't know the tri-host or something to shorten that crap up anyway uh it's derby day it's el gran derby we're recording here 10 30 p.m eastern time uh at night after the derby uh we've all kind of sobered up got our uh juices calmed down a little bit from that great victory today uh sevilla man continuing to put pressure on the real madrid's of the world the I guess the Real Sociedad's because they keep showing up too. So, what'd you guys think today? What did you, uh, how did you watch it? What'd you do? Anything special? Any kind of superstitions or you just same game, right? What'd you do? Uh, just another game. I honestly didn't care that it was a derby. Just get the job done. It's, it hasn't been a good week for us. So, just hoping to get the three points and, and get out of there. Um, I, was that the same for you, Steve? Um, I actually was able to watch this game with my wife. It's the first game she's wanted to watch all year. And so we sat mm-hmm. down and watched it and she had fun watching it. So it's, it's always fun when, when that happens. But uh, yeah, she Boy. she likes to watch these derby games. Get nice. The house playing so nice and quiet. We were, yeah, it was nice. We got the uh, Virginia boys together again today to watch this one. Uh, Manuel and Ryan from the Monty's Men Forums. Uh, we had all of our... Uh, significant others and wives and whatever you want to call us uh, with us watching the game and then all the kids too. So big, big party. Uh, had it up on the projector screen watching it. And uh, it was a good time. We had a, had a lot of fun. Had some banchan chicken. I don't know if you know guys know what that is, but delicious Korean fried chicken. Um, had it, had it, did it right, man. Anyway. Sounds great. Yeah, it was awesome. And Sevilla won. Uh, which is always great. And we'll get into that. Uh, Sevilla took the lead, you know, early in the, in the second half there and uh, a a great goal by Acuna, right? Just, um, you know, Eddie, you said something earlier, uh, business-like, right? This game, Mm. I I felt, you know, I didn't think we played great today and the stats show that we didn't play really, really well today, but we were, it seemed like we were there on a mission. Like we didn't make a ton of mistakes. We were there to win the game, and that's what we did. I mean, um, that, that was my thoughts. I didn't think any anything was spectacular about the game at all. I just think that we were super focused, a lot more focused than our opponents. Uh, and I think that was the mindset that we went in there, business-like, took care of business, won the derby as we always do, and that's it, right? Like, yeah. What more can you ask for? What do you think? I felt, you know, the same game plan from Lopetegui. Just look to dominate uh, possession and just kind of box in the the opposition. And we were quite successful at that, you know, stifling 
their forward moves and um, some easy transitions to go into their half. You know, it wasn't going, it wasn't uh, lingering in our own half too much. It did go backwards a little bit too easily, but in terms of uh, setting up the game plan, it was it was working. It was very professional uh, performance, as you mentioned. Um, wasn't I guess we didn't do too much with it. As you can see, there was there were no attempts on goal for the entire first half. So it's the usual questions, all that possession for what exactly? Some decent looks, I think. I think Ocampos uh, especially was a bit lively in that first half um, when it was still uh, at even strength on both sides. But other than that, it was still the usual stuff from Sevilla. What else do you have besides this possession play? Yeah, I would agree with that too. I mean, it's it didn't seem that different than what we've seen all year. And I believe that if we hadn't got that red card that went in our favor um, at the end of the first half, then we could be having a very different conversation right now. Um, like that, that really opened up everything for us. Um, so yeah, I I, I want to say yeah, it's great we won, um, but there's still some issues that we that we need to fix and, and we need to address going forward. So you you think without the red card it would have been what a draw, or you think we'd have lost? Um, I think we probably would be looking at a draw. Um, it's and because it's you you see it as like the the ball that Lopetegui's been kind of putting out there over the last couple of weeks. Um, but really most of the season, honestly, and we we get in there and we'll maybe go up one nothing and then sit back and relax and then they'll get another a goal and it'll be one, one. And um, at that point, anything can happen. Like all it takes is one breakdown in the back line and, and somebody comes through and is open on goal and um, mistakes can happen. And we've seen that happen many times this year, um, especially in, um, uh, in champions league play. Um, and we've been lucky enough to avoid it. Um, the, the catastrophic um, outcomes in, in La Liga, but it still terrifies me that it's going to happen. Eddie, what do you think? If 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 the red card didn't come, would what would have been the result today? It's very hard to tell because it's, for one, it's a derby, and there were a few hairy moments in that second half where the ball was spending a little too much time in our own box on their set pieces or what have you. So, knowing the team, the kind of team that Betis is at home, you know they could get one of those goals, um, but it, it's very hard to say because we put the early pressure on them in that second half and it was very hard for them to come out. And that's when you see Lopetegui's game plan working to fruition, right? Yeah. When you have the space to do that, right? Um, they're down to 10 men. It's a, it's much more easier that way, but you would like to see them do that when there's 11 men, you're facing 11 men. And I feel like we don't do that enough. We don't take enough risks to find those pockets of space or make those passes down the middle to, you know, to eventually free up like a Montiel on the wing to get those opportunities to get in behind. So I, I felt like it, we wouldn't have had that kind of game in the second half. Yeah, it's interesting. And uh, I mean, there's some questions whether it should have been a, a second yellow. I, I thought it was pretty clear. I mean, yeah. and they, they had been fouling like crazy. To me, I think we win that game no matter what. I thought Bettis came into the game very lackluster. I didn't think they had mm -hmm. a heart that we did. I don't think they wanted it as much as we did. Uh, I think we would have still prevailed in that game. Like you said, there was some moments. Uh, I saw Lil 
all over that that little play in the box where they were playing around the uh, right side, kicked it over uh, to the left side. I forgot who it was had a shot on. Well, it didn't. It wasn't on goal, but uh, I kicked mm. it kind of to the left. You know what I mean? It just reminded me of that little goal from midweek, and I was just like, mm. "Not again!" Right? Like I thought we had we had conceded that tying goal at that point, but. Other than that, like Bettis didn't scare me at all today. They just didn't seem like they they showed up or or wanted it as much. And we've seen that. We haven't seen that lately. Um, the last few derbies have been pretty tight, and and they've actually outplayed Sevilla, uh, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, but not today. I, I didn't think so from the from the whistle today. I thought Sevilla just controlled the match and was very very businesslike. So who it's knows? Funny I mean, you say that my wife looked at me about twenty minutes in, and she looks at me and goes. I don't think I've ever seen Betty's play this well before. <laughs> and it's just like she's, I mean, she grew up in Sevilla. She, I mean, she's sure. 30 years in Sevilla before she moved here. And it's just like, uh, she's watched a lot of these games. She's like, that, they're playing well. Like, I, I'm not used to seeing this. And that kind yeah, of, that's true. I mean, them. they've got a great team this year. And, and I, I was actually surprised. I thought it was going to be a much tighter contest. I just didn't see that from the get go. I just didn't feel the energy from them and i thought with the fans in the stand is you know they brought it the fans in the first half brought it second half they cleared the stadium pretty early i i saw a lot of empty seats there in the second half giving up on their team fairly quickly they knew what time it was they, they knew what time it was i mean i feel like that that whole game what betsy's did to themselves is what we would have done to ourselves how we would have lost the match it would have been something we would have done, perhaps concede a penalty or what have you, or a few too many passes in the back and, and a, a giveaway that leads to a Fikir goal or what have you. But it was similar, I guess, similar to the Roque Mesa red card from, from I guess, the last time they went at home against us. Um, in 2018, Roque Mesa being a bit too eager to uh, to put his studs in and got ejected, right? So... Guido Rodriguez, I guess that was him. He was always a bit of a liability anyway in that Betty's midfield. And I mean, we had our own Guido and we shipped him out after a year. They they still hung out, hung on to theirs and you see what happens. So um, they shot themselves in the foot. They gave us the game with that piece of... Uh, it's of made it a lot easier, play. right? Yeah. You, you said passes, just to bring it up a little bit. 13 passes from Sevilla on that uh, Acuna goal. Uh, 13 total passes led up to that goal. So, um, brilliant goal, brilliant strike by Cunha. I mean, yes. just gorgeous, right? Laser into the top left corner. No chance for the keeper. Uh, do you want to anything stick out of that goal? Um, assist by uh, uh, Lucas Acampos on that, too. Yeah, just a layoff from Ocampos. Um, it, yeah, we put the pressure early on them in that second half, and it made it much easier for us. Betis couldn't exit out their half. Whenever they tried to clear it, it'd come back to either Fernando or Diego Carlos and go right back into the area. Um, I'd like to, us to do that more habitually um, when a team is not down to 10 men, you know, have possession in, in the final third like that. It doesn't happen enough, but I think the goal was coming. Um, there was a few, you know, crosses going in, not really creating that shot on target, but you can see we're getting close. And once we were able to actually get a shot on, and Acuna is usually one to, you know, look for goal because he is, 
he used to be a winger, you know, a wide midfielder. So he's attacking is in his blood. So he's going to look for goal whenever he gets the chance. So it's a well-worked goal. And we probably could have had a few more besides the the two we got today. Yeah, I mean, it was a great goal by uh, by Acuna. I mean, it was probably one of the most aggressive goals we've seen all season. It was, I mean, <laughs> it, it was power, some power behind that. Um, yeah. But more than just that, I mean, individually, yeah, it was great. But I mean, Chris, you mentioned the 13 or 14 passes that led up to that. Um, it was a, a pretty well-worked team goal. And that's always really good to see. Yeah, so that's uh, Sevilla's... Um... What is it? Uh, five wins out of the last six derbies uh, for Sevilla. Uh, Lopetegui's now uh, still, nice. yeah, it's his fourth win. Um, five total derbies for for Lopetegui. So that one draw, uh, zero losses for him. Um, so we continue to dominate that. Our league play still looks good. We're now uh, back tied on points with Real Madrid. Um, and we've closed the point differential to only one now, which is, you know, we've talked about that last week, something to keep an eye on. Still only conceded seven goals in the league out of 12 games. That's that's a phenomenal defensive record. Um, Athletic Bilbao is the closest to us. They have eight uh, goals conceded. After that, it's Real Madrid at 10. So um, the defense continues to be really good in the league. Uh, four points ahead of Atletico Madrid. So we've got a little bit of a gap there. We're both on the same points. Sociedad still at the top uh, with a game ahead of us. So we've got a game in hand with them, but we're only one point uh, one point behind them. Uh, coming up in the league, guys, we've got a, a nice stretch of games here. Of course, we've got the break right now, the international break. Um, but coming back from that break, uh, we... Return of the uh, Pichuan, we, we've got Alaves, um, and then we've got Real Madrid, uh, Villarreal, Athletic Club, and Athletic uh, Madrid that finishes out the year for La Liga. So this is kind of the moment to say, is this team for real or are we pretenders, right? Like these games are going to really prove that, I think. So uh, what do you think? You, you, you think we can win... All of those? Any of those? What do you think? Real Madrid is away, by the way. Just to kind of throw that one out there. We could absolutely win all of those. Absolutely. Why not? Why not? But from from the matches you uh, uh, excluded from that fixture list, um, the Champions League games, we see our performances in games like that, which are big games. So... From what I see from that, Real Madrid, away to Real Madrid at home to Atletico, away at San Mames as well in, during the month of December, I don't see anything positive from there. What what am I supposed to pull from our previous performances to tell me that we're going to win, uh, confidently going to win at any of these grounds? Not that any win is comfortable, but you could see a win coming and not just from, from luck or uh, a deflected pass going into a player's path or a penalty, what have you. Um, I, need, I need to see more from this team to to be assured of that. Yeah, you're not going to put any money down, I don't think, on any of these Hell games. No. Like it's it's we just such really, a crapsy, right? We were all really confident going into Mallorca, uh, and how that turned out. Like, it's, <laughs> like there's there's so much that uh, 
it's up in the air. Um, but, but like Eddie said, <laughs> yeah. like, we can def- we, we have this squad. And if we come out and we play well, we have the capability to beat any of these teams, no matter where we play them. Um, but it's just a matter of not having any confidence, or at least I don't have the confidence in the team right now to um, put money on it on any given day. Well, speaking of confidence, we'll switch over to Elkla- the, the, the the Champions League sorry, um, here in just a second. But I just want to finish off this match with a great Monty quote on Twitter. After the game today, Monty says, No es mi trabajo, es mi vida. Felicidades a todos los safistas. Disfrutad. So basically, this is not my work. This is my life. Uh, congratulations to all the safistas. Enjoy. So uh just to kind of uh wrap up on the el grand derby today um i enjoyed it i had a great time game was awesome midweek not so much sevilla again can't find a victory in the champions league uh even worse they lost this game uh to lil at home in the ramon santes pichuan and find themselves at the bottom of the group which a group we thought we were going to dominate, right? And here we are last. Uh, I think we've scored three goals in total in this Champions League group, and two of those came from the penalty spot. So only one goal from the run of play in this whole group stage. So, guys, what the hell is going wrong? Lopetegui's play style. I don't know. I don't want to say the man's name anymore, but... It's it's quite obvious we're too conservative. We don't take enough chances. We don't have no, there's no killer intent. Uh, we have to be assassins, you know. Like I feel like we're we're still thieves. If I if I could use that analogy, we're trying to sneak by and and win a game by chance or just get that one goal and use our defensive solidity to to wrap things up. But there's no. There's no uh, killer intent in, in our team, if I can say that. But uh, maybe we need Papu Gomez to to come back. He just came back today in, in the derby for the last 15 minutes or so. Maybe we need a player like that because we haven't had uh, a player to trust like Benega uh, for some time since since he left, obviously. Um, Rakitic is not that guy in the midfield. I feel like it should be Jordan, but it's a bit of a mixed bag with him sometimes. I don't know if that's on him or the instructions he gets from the coach on how he has to play because he's he's one of our most dynamic midfielders. He's, he's a box-to-box. I feel like Delaney gets preferred over him because of his experience. And Shortan sometimes we see he doesn't have the greatest of games, but on other times he plays, he's amazing. Um, I feel like he was amazing today. But... The Champions League, man, dead last in the Champions League after match day four in a Europa League level group. No dis- no disrespect, but complete disrespect to those teams because they ain't Chelsea, they ain't Bayern Munich. We're, we're supposed to be 4-4, all right? And we're dead last right now. So something, it's it's been coming. It's been coming as well. So it's it's not a surprise, but the it's a fact that we're last just shows that something's been wrong this whole time. Steve, do you think it's a how we play or do you think it's a talent issue? What what do you think? Uh, why are we last in the in the group? I think it's uh I think it's how we play. Um if you 
you look at the first three games that we played, so the the first half of our of our group play, um, we tied all those games, and we tied all those games because we made boneheaded decisions to we we were we weren't playing up to our potential, and we made decisions that caused us to give up penalties um, in the first two games specifically. And had we not done that, had we not taken stupid risks, um, we would not have put opponents on the on the line. Um, and I also think that a lot of it comes back to Lopetegui as well, where we were going out there and we're playing against these teams exactly like we're playing against a mid-tier La Liga team. And it is becoming increasingly obvious that um, La Liga is just not as competitive with um, uh, the other national leagues um, in in Europe as it has been in the past. And if we are not changing our game plan to play against these teams that are a little bit more aggressive or um, just don't play the same style that we see uh, on a weekly basis in La Liga, um, we're not gonna we're not gonna fare well. And I mean, you you look at the other other La Liga teams that are competing right now in in both Champions League and Europa League, and um, very few of them are having sustained su- success. And I think this it just comes down to the fact that we may be in a weaker league right now, and we are kind of wanting to go into these these uh, Champions League games and kind of put it on cruise control and play the same football that we normally do. And that's just not going to cut it. And that's why those boneheaded decisions hurt even more because had we not made those, we would, I think we would be, we would be doing better. You know, me watching the, the Champions League games, and I think you guys are both spot on. I think it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of uh, of how we play uh, this possession style game. I don't think translates into the greater Europa style anymore. I don't think you can just pass the ball around and expect to to win one nil. And these type of games, when you have teams that you're playing with that have the the speed, and I think that's what I noticed the difference between our team and and say Lille is how fast their team is, especially on a counter. Um, we don't have that ability to to do those same type of things. We don't have quick players. If we can't find a way through possession-wise, we're kind of at a loss, right? And then we start diving and uh, trying to get silly penalties, not to call anyone out that just come back off of in- injury. But um, that's not something that we really want to do, right? Like, we it's want to be able to dominate. And it it is a little embarrassing. Yeah. No, he, I mean, no, he did get touched, but it was pretty soft. So, yeah. um, but you don't want to win that way. You want to be able to, and you shouldn't have to win that way in this in this group. So, um, what did you guys think about the penalty in that game with Delaney? Did you think that was a penalty, or um? Does it matter? Because we got away with the earlier one. <laughs> yeah, it, it evened out. I felt like he was a bit careless with the, the penalty that was given, but even that first one, why are you going down in the box? That isn't good defending. I don't care if it's a last-ditch tackle. That isn't good defending. Don't go down in the box. Especially, you have the lead. Don't panic like that. I, I've expected more, but it's, it was just disappointing mm-hmm. to see that. Um, straight up, um, 
we talk about transitions, not having players quick enough to to be dangerous on a break. You're not going to get that with Suso. Um, Suso keeps getting these starts. He's not he's not the typical winger you see these days. When you're at the top level, sure, we're not an elite team, but you need players at those positions to be able to hurt defenders. They don't. He doesn't have the pace like that. Even Ocampos, he can't hit those sprints like that. Um, even today, he tried to get past those defenders, and he kind of had to pull the play back a couple times. So he, he even himself, he doesn't have that speed. But with Lamella, just a difference with putting Lamella as opposed to Suso, you'll have a little bit more faith in the transition. You'll think, okay, I have at least some players that are going to be with me in this run. Rafa Mir is always willing to run as well, just like Yen. And and perhaps you'll get a Rakitic that follows after that. So in the back of their minds, they're going to know, okay, we do have something on a transition when it comes to that. When it's If it's Suso, you know that play's got to get stopped, depending on where you are in the field, of course. And I feel like that was the that was our downfall in the Lille game because we tracked too far back. We went way too too far back and way too early. Got too conservative after the first goal. and. I mean, it, it didn't directly lead into their goal, but um, the penalty was given because we were in our own half. Yeah, but um, I, th- I think that's that's what it is. We can't... I think our, our wing players, our, our attack is not dangerous enough to make a difference. Yeah, I thought it was... It was disappointing, right? Because the compost gets a goal... Uh, 15 minutes in, I'm feeling great at that point. You know, it's a compost's first goal mm. in a while. Uh, we thought he had one the prior game or did he? No, he had one the prior game. So this is like his second in two games. So we're like, ah, oh, yeah, awesome. Right. Uh, and then it's just downhill from there. So I don't know, man. Um, a lot of work to do in the champions league. We have to win the next games. That's the only way that we're going to possibly go through and it's still up in the air at that point. So definitely have to win the next few games. Can we do it? What do you think? I mean, mathematically, we are still in. I, I don't think we're going to win. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not, we're not uh, going to top the group. Um, mathematically, I think it's still well within the realm of possibility that we will finish second. Um, at this point, though, I think we are more likely to finish in third and, and go through to, uh, to Europa League if we can get out of the cellar at all. And, but if we don't change the, the play that we've had over the first four games, I don't even think we deserve to be in third. Um, we, like we, we haven't made any progress over the last two months of this competition. And um, you just, you hate to see that. A better question might be too, that we talked about this on the forum is, do you guys want to see, if we can't progress out of Champions League, do you want to see this team go to Europa League? Do you want to see us play in that competition, or do you want us to just go and concentrate on the league and maybe the Copa del Rey? I am I, so done with the Europa League. I, I don't <laughs> want to see it. But if we're there, we're there, right? I am so done. But even Lopetegui wanted just to prove the point that Sevilla is done with this. Like, like how many times do you want us to win? <laughs> like we're still we're yeah. we're still the record holders in that competition, so we don't need that. Of, but, I think of, of all of the Europa Leagues that we've played in, um, only once have we parachuted down from the group leagues of the Champions League. Um, every other time we've qualified by mm-hmm. um, finishing, what, fifth or sixth in, in the table. Um, and I, at that point, like, you, don't, 
you don't it doesn't feel bittersweet at all because like you you finish in the table the next season you're playing the competition that you're in and you excel in that competition uh, and then you end up playing against the teams that did parachute down <laughs> um if i don't know i i wouldn't i wouldn't feel any more comfortable right now playing in europa league than playing in champions league especially given the teams that are currently sitting in the other groups at third in the champions league if we have to go up against them um, i don't think we have the I, we have the players we have the uh, the talent to to play against them but we just we haven't shown anything to this point like i i would much rather us go for go for everything in in champions league if we could get into the top two and qualify out of our group and get into the knockout stages and um i don't know anything anything can happen at that point but um like i would feel better about even getting knocked out in the first round of the knockout stages in champions league than going through europa league at this point like i like i want to have that that pride in my team for playing in this this the highest competition in sure. European football. I, I agree with you 100. Um, percent I I want us to progress. I mean, of course, not only uh, prestige of getting out of the group. You know, we did that last year. We should do that every year. But you know, getting out of the group is is the prestige is there. But more than that, I mean, there, there's also money tangibles to, to progressing out of the group and winning games, which we haven't been able to do in the group. So, uh, you know, it's a loss of revenue here for all this crappy play that we've had. But with that said, if we do go to the Europa League, I mean, we know what we do there. It's a trophy we have to go for. I always want to see us fighting for trophies. That's the whole point of the game, no matter what competition you're in. Um, I don't, I would never want, any of my teams that I follow anywhere whatsoever to tank a game just to, to get out of something like I, you know, if we finish third, fine, I don't want us to be tanking stuff to get into fourth place. Like that's just <laughs> stupid and nobody should ever suggest doing that. That just is not in the spirit of football <laughs> or sport. Um, which I think some of the people how much he's been have done, and I just don't agree with it anyway. But uh, guys, I don't know. The, it's it's a very weird predicament we're in, and it's so weird with our our Champions League form compared to our league form. Uh, Eddie, you mentioned it kind of prior to the game. There, you don't see a, a big difference between the two. We've just gotten a little bit more lucky in the league. Um, <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, still a lot to figure out. We're without Jesus Navis now for two months. Uh, got an abductor injury, I think is what they officially called it. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was hamstring too, but then uh, the official report came out and said it was like Mm. the abductor muscle or whatever, which is kind of similar to the same thing. But uh, anyway, two months. uh, I I hate it for that guy. Two months of calendar time though, right? Yeah, or is two, that like, is that yeah, like eight, eight games. Yeah, eight, eight weeks uh, is yeah. what they're they're calling it. So two yeah. months, a lot of a lot of games. Well, I mean, he's not missing any games the next few weeks. But then, yeah. I mean, December is full of full, very yeah. important matches that what we just talked about. So well, all it, things considered, I feel pretty confident with Montiel in there if if he needs to. Um, sure, he's, he's played pretty well, and I mean, he, he had a couple of games where he was struggling a little bit, but all in all, he's been. He has been a bright spot in my mind on this team, like, trending in the right direction. Started off a little rough, and then is is continuing to trend upward for us 
um, and he's a lot of fun to watch. And um, played great today. Yeah. He was he was really good today. Got in behind the defense a lot, uh, and it was his cross that set up that on goal um, yeah. earlier today. So he did that several times. Got in behind. I agree. I, I feel confident that he can fill that position. Can he fill that position playing every game? That's that's the big question. Uh, he did pick up a knock prior to the little game, and I think that's one reason he didn't play so well in that game. You could tell he was yeah. a little timid. Um, so he's slightly heavy-legged maybe, and um, he's also on national team duty, so he's not going to yeah. get that two weeks rest. And <laughs> You know, it's uh, who fills in that gap when he needs a break? Uh, I guess we slot out Kunde there, no? Good thing we have some decent uh, backups in Sevilla Atletico. Mose um, Angel was very decent in preseason. Uh, looked very matured in, in that role. He was sort of playing right center back sometimes as well in, in the back three. And he looked pretty decent. So hopefully he might be used in, in some of these matches as a reserve. I would trust Kunde as well. He, as he plays there for the, the national team, the French national team. So uh, he's not the greatest going forward because he is a, a center back by trade. He used to be a right back, but I mean, going forward is not as, he's not Navas, right? So, but at the same time, I'm not worried because we have decent backups there. Even Ocampos could play there. I think Ocampos will play better there as, as, as a, as a fullback than a winger right now, to be honest. But, um, if if I could give a hot take, I, I feel like either we're going to stagnate this year, stagnate and regress, or Papu is going to save the day. Because I feel like that's the only player we have that has the quality um, that surpasses, that could be above anybody else on the field, if you know what I mean. He, he has that, that star quality that, you know, that could change the game on a dime. So... Either either it happens through him, he settles in the season, or we just have another, you know, we might make it interesting and then just end up fi- finishing fourth, and that's it for the season. Yeah. I think December... To, oh, sorry, oh sorry. No, 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 go ahead. No, I was just saying, getting back to your, your question about where, you, where we want to finish in the Champions League group, um, I personally want to get out of the league, uh, get out of the group and advance to the knockout. Um, but if it came down to finishing third or finishing fourth, like I would much prefer to play in Europa League than to finish fourth and not play in any of the European competition. And I know that there are some people on the forum and just some people on Twitter and, and everywhere that feel like, you know, crash out of everything and just focus on on the one or two competitions that are left. But like I get these players as much experience as possible, um, especially because we have so many players that are brand new to the team um, and just like get them working together and and work through that but um but yeah i don't know that's i, I just wanted to clarify my my stance on that uh, yeah no, before we moved gotcha. on, before i forgot about it so, so it, you know we, we talked about the importance of these games in december and i don't want to belabor that too long but i i think it's critical for how our january is going to go right like if we crash out of Champions League and we do drop, say, three of those five matches that we talked about uh, in the league, I think we become more sellers in January than we become buyers in that window. 
maybe we don't buy anybody either way, but I, I think the team does need something, right? I mean, we need some spark, whether it's uh, another midfielder or or another, you know, winger on the outside um, that can change the game. But what do you guys think? I mean, do you think that does that December changes? Do we look at maybe moving Kunde in the in the in January and and getting some money? What do you think? If the transfer has to happen, let it happen. I don't know if Kunde would want that himself to transition to another team uh, midseason. But whatever happens, happens. The way we're playing right now, I feel like we're wasting the talent anyway. We have Kunde for a third straight season, and we're last in a Champions League group. How does that make sense? We have the Holy Trinity still intact. And I, I feel like they haven't dropped a level themselves. But And it's not even a Holy Trinity, because Bono is part of that, too. Like Bono yeah, is, is Superman back there. Exactly, so, right? And we they still have him, too. Seven, seven goals given up in the league. I mean, clearly they're doing their job. So Exactly. It's hard to fault them. Um I don't know. I think it brings up an interesting point for, for January. And I guess it's going to play out. Um, we'll see here coming up. I think it's a very critical stretch for this team. Left winger. We need a left winger. Because I don't, Ocampos can't even beat defenders anymore. It's like, you know how they used to compare no. him? Back in the day, they used to compare him with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo just because of his body type and his play style. I feel like he's Ronaldo now. He can't beat a, a player one on 1v1. I don't know yeah. if I'm exaggerating here, but or he just needs to work his way back into that. But I feel like he can't beat players anymore. I mean, it's clear. I mean, I, I he he tries sometimes, but I don't even see him trying as much as he used to. Today, he did make some good moves and got away, uh, found some space, but he, he's not doing the same like dribble passing, you know, past people that he he did in his first season with Sevilla. So, I I agree with you. I see left wing as a as a position of, of need. I think speed is something this team needs more than anything. I think we're a very, very slow team and we need to improve that. Uh, maybe that, you know, if Yen comes back and he gets into his January form, we're not worried about that. We don't see those kind of breakaway goals like we did from him during that stretch uh, last year. But I think, I think this team is very slow and I think we need to improve upon that. I, I'm assuming that's your winger position. I don't know where else you get that from. Um, so I don't know. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? Um, we're about 42 minutes here right now. So International break, I guess, came at a good time uh, because there's some things we need to reevaluate. Other than that, it's good that we got the win because it, it really would have looked ugly if we didn't get the three points. So yeah. it, it would have looked really bad. <laughs> we would yeah, have some think. really, really angry people on the forums if that didn't happen today. <laughs> uh, forums were fun. There's a lot of good comments today on the forums. Some good photos people posted. Um, hey, the the women also won this weekend, so we had that. Uh, we're not even going to talk about Sevilla Atletico. Um, no bueno there. <laughs> Uh, but the, the women's looking good, man. They're uh, sitting in eighth place um, above Bettis in the standings, as they should be. And um, 
they they won very late today. I think uh, 86 minute. They got the goal um, to beat Alaves, who was Alaves. ahead, who was ahead of them in the in the table. So some good news there. Sevilla won, of course. So it's always a good day. What is those saying? Mucho, mucho betis, mucho mierda, a a something like that. And I believe that's the saying. But anyway, we'll we'll keep it. That, that's as R-rated as this show gets, folks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, what do you expect? I mean, I, I feel like it's it's overplayed this rivalry with Betis because, like, come on, you know what you know what's gonna happen. I mean, Betis saw red today. The city's gonna be red regardless. <sighs> Their fans are leaving at halftime. Well, not halftime, but shortly after halftime, they knew what was happening. And some BS pregame. I think Tim was mentioning how they're they're being uh, rough on the the traveling fans um, entering the stadium, like checking them extra hard, making them late for the game. You know, some gamesmanship there. Whatever. It was inevitable. That just seemed petty. It did seem petty. The, the family chats were, were pretty fun today. They, uh, you know, they were bitching and complaining about the offsides. It was, uh, they, they thought Montiel was offside on the own goal. They thought their guy was onside, which clearly he was offside by a mile. They did so not they, complain about any offsides. Rafa Mir had so many offsides today that it made up for anything that they can complain about. I thought I thought uh, Mateo Laos was really good today. I thought he he repped an excellent yeah. match. I was worried about that going in, but I actually mm. thought he did a really good job. Uh, he handled the players very well. He, he you know he had to give that second yellow. I thought it was a clear second yellow. I mean, Mir was making a run towards goal. You had to give that. So you know, I, I, you guys can go eat some crow there, Betis fans. Uh, <laughs> that's all we're going to talk about to you until the next game so uh man great la liga games this week i don't know if you guys saw any of those but oh my god some crazy crazy games with uh barcelona you know drawing with salta like late those guys came back and scored uh our boy nolito and our old boy aspas both scored like late goals to tie that game up uh and then today uh valencia came back and Extra time scored two goals in extra time to tie Atletico Madrid. So some really good games going on in, in La Liga and just a very competitive league this year. It's been it fun to watch. Is it competitive or is it just the top teams are not that good? I mean, like that was the definition of competitive, right? If the right? top team is not separated <laughs> from the from the middle of the pack. A lot of parody then. Yeah, um, but I mean, you're seeing that uh, you're seeing that in EPL too. I mean, pretty pretty competitive over there as well. Just, uh, I mean, your top teams are doing well, but you know, Liverpool lost to West Ham today. Just, just, yeah. I think you're seeing that kind of all over the place. Um, so, some good parity. But anyway, uh, with that said, guys, anything else uh, before we go start our Monday here in about an hour? I mean, this was. Uh... This was a relatively negative podcast for coming off a win, but uh, <laughs> all things considered, we made it through October without a major collapse. We are um, one point out of for the first place in the in the league and have a game in hand. Um, that kind of hopefully that'll put that that October curse meme to bed that we've been dealing with over the last couple of years. Um, and 
and yeah, and and we just beat Betis. So it's like we've got a lot that we can feel good about, but there is room to improve. But I mean, like I said, we're we're sitting third in the league right now, and I mean, we uh, I have we we do have a tough tougher stretch coming up, but I have no big concerns about league play. It's it's all like all of my concerns are for um for Champions League and and for European play because of what we just mentioned, the parity that is in this league right now. Um like we I think we can go toe to toe with the traditional powerhouses in our league this year um in ways that we maybe couldn't have done in the past and I think I mean we're going to see that in the next month and a half. Um but but yeah, it's it's exciting. Um it, it I, I feel proud to be a fan of this club and um, I still feel very optimistic for the end of the year, despite all of the negativity that I just like threw up into my microphone over the last 45 minutes. <laughs> despite, despite all that negativity, I will go out on a limb and say we do win our final two matches in the champions league. I feel like it's typical of Sevilla to get uh have their backs against the wall and when it's needed that's when they start playing like going behind in a game that's when they start playing at a faster pace start creating more chances i feel like we'll have that kind of urgency in the last two games at least i hope but at least we know what the goal is there's no there's no games left to spare so windows two games we could still win the group surprisingly we could still win the group as crazy as that sounds i don't think that's ever been done before um but nunca serinde that's the that's the slogan for a reason. I feel like we go through to the round of sixteen some way somehow. Um, it's just it's right there. I feel like it's we got these two weeks. It's got to be played into their head so much that okay, it's still in our hands really, and we can make it happen. Whatever happens in the league against these big teams, I just want to see how we perform against them. I'm I'm less concerned about the results there, but we don't have a good record against the top teams except for that one win against Atletico last year which was probably our best game ever under Lopetegui. So if we can see those kinds of performances in the next couple of months, then I'll be more optimistic overall about Lopetegui staying another year. But uh, and until then, I don't know. Just just play Lamella more. That's, that's all I want to say. Play your best players at all times, right? Like this. Yeah. Free Oscar. Free Oscar. Anyways. He's sitting there with uh, Idrisi just wondering what they're going to do in January. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, guys, we won today. I like the positivity. We are sitting second in La Liga, right? Like, come on. <laughs> what more can we ask for? Seven goals given up by this team. We just got to score more. Um, and we're right there. I, I mean, we can do it. I think we can, you know, come back in the in the group, too. I'm confident. Uh, I just hope uh, – I hope Yen gets back healthy. I hope novice gets healthy quick and we can get back to full strength and see what the squad's about. We've played so many games without Yin, our, our number one striker. So it'd be nice to have him back and see what this team's really made of. Uh, and, and hopefully we can start popping in some goals. But anyway, guys, thanks for joining me this late on a uh, nice Sunday night after the El Gran Derby, the best derby in Spain. I don't care what Eddie says. He, uh, It's a great game. I enjoyed it. I think a lot of people around the world loved it, Machi included. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, until next week, 
Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe two weeks. We'll see. We might take a week off. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, vamos, mis amigos. Vamos, campeón. Nunca nos rendimos. Screw Bettis. There we go. El tiro por dentro para va a venir a la Montiel. Se mete el área. Montiel, Rafa, mira, hace el armate. Gol, 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 gol. Sevilla, se tiñe de rojo el derby. Marca Bellerín, Betty Cero, Sevilla 2.